It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is October 13th, 2015. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Good morning, Bill. How are you? I'm great, Gary, and it's good to be with you as always. All right. And for the people that don't know you, joining me today as co-host is Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired, former Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs and past Department Commander for the DAV State of Maryland. Welcome, sir. Looks like the hurricanes have missed us again. Uh, you know, last, what, last week that was? But still, that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, you know, Florida's not getting it. None of the East Coast is getting it. You had some rain, didn't you? We did, and thank goodness it wasn't that uh, severe a concern. But, you know, our hopes and prayers uh, still go out for the people in South Carolina who was affected and continue to be affected. Oh, definitely. You know, last week's show we had Jay Deverell with Liberty Farms. For the last two years, they've been planning the Liberty Farms project to help disabled veterans become independent farmers and business owners and not being dependent on the government programs and that would be able to support their families and leave a legacy for their children. If you missed the show, be sure to go to the website and listen to our archive show. Well, this morning we're going to touch on, we read something in the uh, Stars and Stripes, didn't we, Bill? Yes, sir. Okay. We had actually nine former American servicemen who were held prisoners during World War II were in Japan on last Monday, October 5th, to revisit one of the places that they were held decades ago and recount their memories. The men, all in their 90s, opened their tour at the memorial service for their fellow fallen soldiers as the Commonwealth War uh, graves in Yokohama, in, uh, right, right outside of Tokyo. And, uh, Bill, that was their 70th anniversary. That was pretty cool, wasn't it? Yes, it was, and I imagine it was probably a bittersweet return to the, to the area where they uh, served in, uh, in battle, but it's always great. And uh, for our World War II veterans, the greatest generation, uh, what a, a, a great uh, chance to get back and, and see where they served. That's true. That's very, very true. Now, you know, I don't know where we're coming up with this money, but we have money going out to Iran, three, another in process for $300 million to go to Africa for AIDS. And recently, the VA Secretary, Bob McDonald, uh, at the House Veterans Affairs Committee Wednesday, that $68 million for a 4,000-page uh, study on VA health. And it, it was actually ordered last year and accepted this month uncovers the the weaknesses and the solutions to the policy term they have been tracking for months. Now, Bill, you know, $68 million. How many vets could that have helped? Oh, a tremendous amount, Gary. And, and, I, and I, I believe this is the reason why in our veterans community, uh, you know, we need to continue to be able to have information to understand what's going on, 
to be able to navigate this system that supposedly is here for us, but in some cases it's failing us. So, and, and, and this is one of the positive things that this show on the American Heroes Network is all about, to help our ven- veterans and their families in understanding what is actually going on and to become more involved in the process. That's true. Very, very true. We need, I mean, to, to have this kind of report, 4,000 pages to say the same thing. <laughs> well, yeah. I, guess, I guess that's common, in, uh, you know, <laughs> with our officials, isn't it? So, yes, it is. Anyway, Bill, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest today? Certainly, Gary, with honor, Charles Keith David, who is the managing director for Task Force Dagger Foundation. Keith served for 20 years in the United States Army, retiring in 2001 as the rank of Chief Warrant Officer 3. And uh, some of us from way back used to refer to those guys as a CWO3 as a field grade warrant officer, and I'm sure he uh, had a great experience. Keith's assignments include the 82nd Airborne Division, the 10th, 3rd, and 5th Special Forces Group and uh, Central Command down uh, at uh, in, in Tampa, Florida. Keith also served as the company warrant office uh, operations warrant for the 3rd Battalion, 5th Special Forces uh, Group. Uh, he also served on CENTCOM's Special Staff Joint Security Directorate uh, as the Special Forces Subject Matter Expert for Anti-Terrorism and Force Protection in Riyadh, South uh, Saudi Arabia, where he participated in 25-plus anti-terrorism and force protection assessments. Keith made multiple deployments to the Middle East, and Africa in support of U.S. Central Command and U.S. Special Operations Command Central. Keith retired in July 2001 and taught French. He served in Afghanistan as a civilian contractor for Worldwide Language Resources, working with Special Operations Command. Keith worked in the defense industry from 2005 until 2013 for the Raytheon Company Incorporated. As we said earlier, Keith is the Managing Director of Task Force Dagger Foundation since its inception, and we give a hearty welcome to Keith David to the American Heroes Network. Welcome, Welcome, Keith. Keith. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Gary. Thanks for having me on the show today. All right. Well, Keith, Task Force Dagger Foundation is actually dedicated to providing immediate assistance to wounded, ill, or injured soldiers and their families, and the families of casualties from the United States Army Special Operations Command. What was your inspiration for taking on such a task? Well, in 2009, when we were established, uh, we we saw that there were needs that were that needs that were going unmet. And, uh, you know, a lot of times people will sit around and talk about, well, we ought to do something. And, you know, isn't it a shame that, that you know, our, our servicemen and women aren't being taken care of? 
Well, uh, myself and three other former members of Special Operations, uh, Ben Bethke, Rick Walker, and Frank Antonori, uh, we decided to do something about it. So we, 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 we looked around and tried to figure out, first off, what we could do. And uh, so the four of us started the foundation in 2009. Uh, each of us kicked in $250 apiece. We did our 501c3. Uh, and we started, I actually wrote the 501c3 paperwork and submitted it to the IRS, which is, you know, pretty unusual because I think most people get lawyers and, and, and all kinds of people. Make, well, we just did it. And, and, uh, so it, it, I guess our, our beginning has been kind of a grassroots organization and, and that's kind of what we do. We're, we're a grassroots organization. And just this year, uh, actually about three weeks ago, we decided to expand our charter uh, from supporting the Army Special Operations Command to can support all of Special Operations Command. So, so now we, instead of just supporting just the Army segment, uh, we have stepped up and, and have decided to, we want to help out all of the Special Operations Command. So we can talk about, about that a little bit more as we go through. Sure. I, I'm not sure if you understand, if you guys, if you realize what that means. So if you have a question, please ask me. Oh, definitely. Now, as far as the name itself, the organization, Task Force uh, Dagger Foundation, uh, what's the significance of that? Well, uh, Lieutenant General John Mulholland, who, uh, who, was the, who is still on active duty, uh, he was the commander of 5th Special Forces Group back in 2001. And so when 5th Group uh, launched, uh, they launched as part of a task force. That task force was Task Force Dagger, and and task and a, and a task force by it by its name and very definition is all inclusive. And so when we started the foundation, we wanted to take care of as many people as we could within the Army Special Operations realm, whether it be a, a Night Stalker from the 160th, a Green Beret from Special Forces, a Ranger from the Ranger Regiment, or a, a person from the Civil Affairs or the Military Information Special Operations Command, or, or the 528th Sustainment Brigade, or anybody that falls under the Army Special Operations Command, we wanted to take care of. And so we, we tried to pick, pick a name, and we tried to pick a name that was indicative or inclusive of that. And so the, the task force, when we, we actually, bat, Gary Bill, we actually batted this around for a while, and we popped up mo- multiple different names, and, and we just, we didn't, we didn't like them. And, and so we kind of came up with, well, you know, what should we do? And so uh, I forget who had the idea, but someone said, well, hey, Task Force Dagger, let's, 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 what do you think about that? And that kind of resonated with us, and it's been good and it's been bad. <clears throat> it's been good in that it's inclusive and, and you know, it's unique it's bad in that we have to educate people. I mean, when you say, you know, when you say, you know, use some of the other names of some of the other organizations, the, the, the picture immediately pops into mind. Uh, but when you say Task Force Dagger Foundation, you're kind of like got this nebulous void in front of you. So, we, so one of our jobs is educating people who we are and what we do. And so, Gary and Bill, this, this venue is a perfect chance for us to do that. That's true. Key- Keith, uh, uh, tell us in, in the listening audience, what motivates the organization to be successful in its mission? 
I, I, that's, that's, that's a hard one to say and answer, but at the same time, it's very easy. What motivates us is we're not finished serving. Uh, even though we retired, uh, and one of our guys is still active duty, one of our board members is still active duty and, and currently deployed right now, but we're not, we, we weren't ready to hang up the cleats, if I can use a sports metaphor. You know, uh, we wanted to continue to give back. And, you know, what better way to continue to give back than to, than to serve your fellow soldier and your fellow brother and his family. And, and so that's, that's what we did. That, that's what motivates us. As long as someone is hurting or needs something, we're not going to stop until that need is met. And uh, we, we've been fairly successful to date. All right. Well, Keith, you know, that's, that sounds as if that uh, you're very strong and dedicated advocates for this cause, and, I, and, I, and that in itself will, uh, will, will drive you to want to be as successful as you can in the, in the mission. That's oh, right. definitely. You know, we, we, like to, we like to think of ourselves, and we now have five board members, and, and we, are, we are five scrappy people that won't take no for an answer. And I think when, when, you, when, it, when it gets down to the rubber meeting the road, that's what special operations and, and being a Green Beret and, and being in special forces and, and, or Navy SEAL or Rain, Army Ranger or any number of the, 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 the personnel, when, when they're given a mission, no matter how hard or how demanding it is, you don't say, well, I can't do it. You say, let me put my thinking cap on and let me figure out how I'm going to do this. Don't get in my way, but give me the tools and we'll get her done. And so that's the attitude that we took, we took into this and we've taken into this and, and we, we set, we've got some very uh, strict parameters we operate in. And so, you know, uh, but we use those parameters in our attitude and, and we just don't give up. All right. It's time for a break already, believe it or not. Today's show is brought to you by First Class Merchant Services. Also, don't forget about the Warrior Millennium Fundraiser that's going on right now. They're trying to raise $2 million to provide one year, one full year of laboratory evaluations and treatment for more than 400 veterans with TBI who are desperate in need of some other form of medical assessment and treatment. For more information, go to warriorangelsfoundation.org. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. 
stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Keith David, Managing Director for Task Force Dagger Foundation. And Keith, describe some of the organization's uh, initiatives. Well, we, we have three core missions that we, that we, that we do. Uh, one of the, the first one is the, what we call immediate needs. And, and that's kind of like the name implies. Uh, we, we'll get a phone call from the Special Operations Command, uh, Care Coalition, and, or uh, a unit, uh, and, and uh, they'll say, hey, we have this need, and then we'll take that need and we'll execute it. We typically have a turnaround time of two to three hours. Uh, when, we get, when we get the initial request for assistance, uh, we act on it and we will execute it, and most of the time we actually get it done that same day or uh and depending on what it is it can it can take a couple of days longer but uh most of the time we get that need done that same day uh, so the immediate needs is one second the second one is uh what we call our health, our soft health initiatives and one of the things that our soft health initiatives we're doing is you know uh we try and figure out what's the root cause of the person's issue and not the symptom uh, we want to make sure that you know the healthcare today, and and we, we this could be a topic all of its own. But healthcare today doesn't necessarily try and treat the root cause. They, a lot of times they just throw medicine at the at the symptoms, and Correct. so thus it is with the with the, the military health health treatment center. Hey, if I got an ache, give me a Motrin. If I got a bigger ache, give me a Flexeril. Uh, you know, it doesn't always go toward the root cause. Well, we try and hit the root cause, and we're trying to, and we're patient centric. In other words, uh, we're, we're, we we really do the whole body uh, type thing, and so we, we try to figure out what what's going on with the person, and and how we fix that uh, uh, functional medicine wise. And functional medicine wise is more proactive than reactive. We look at we look at hormone balance and chemical balance, and and what's going on with the whole body, and treat and treat the mind and body as one and not as two separate things. You know, you can't split the psychiatry and the physio- physiological. They, they, are real, they are very entwined. And so we can talk about more about that in a little bit. But, uh, and then our third program is our recreational therapy events. And, and one of the things that we, our recreational therapy, therapy events do is, is we don't just take the soldier or the service member out. We take the whole family because we believe that the family, when, when, a, when the service member is injured, the whole family is injured. And, and the whole family has to be treated. And, and we even do that with the soft health initiatives. When we send somebody out for treatment, we'll send the spouse with them a lot of times. And, and the spouse will get the same treatment that the service member is getting. Because a lot of times when a service member has PTS, the spouse also has PTS. And I know that sounds weird, but, uh, you know, that it, it is. And, uh, so we treat the spouse and the service member at the same time a lot of times. 
so, so those, those are our three core things. And with the recreational therapy events, uh, we do a lot. We do uh, winter adventure where we do snowmobiling, dog sledding, uh, snowboarding, skiing, the typical winter sports. Then we do uh, uh, a summer event uh, where we take people and their families and they go scuba diving. And, uh, you know, we do, uh, we actually have a really neat program. We, we work with the Atlanta Aquarium, the Georgia Aquarium in, in Atlanta, and we, we go in their dive immersion program, and we take families and we swim with the sharks. And uh, so it's, we, we do a lot of water therapy uh, because water therapy is a great equalizer. It, it takes a severely wounded person, and it puts them into a very comforting environment where they, they feel weightless, uh, especially good for guys that are amputees or, or have back issues or just even PTS and TBI, it helps. A uh, lot of good, a lot of good anecdotal evidence about just guys coming out and feeling better. And, but unfortunately, scuba diving is not for everybody. So anyway, so those are our three core areas uh, that are missions that we, we do. Wow. You know, you were given that, uh, I guess that's that uh, right now to handle all of the um, uh, special operations commands. Uh, is it, that's going to be national, isn't it? Well, we, I mean, we're, we were already national as it was. I mean, we're spread out, you know, with Army special operations, they're spread out all over the world. And, uh, and so we were actually worldwide anyway. I mean, we've, we treated guys in Okinawa and Germany and, and their families and, and uh, you know, that are stationed there. Uh, the 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 motive to help out all of SOCOM is you know we we've always we we we've, we've always had a clause in our charter uh, where we could help anybody out within a DOD brotherhood that we needed to help. Uh, we just uh, this year we we decided that we would formalize that within the SOCOM community and say, okay, anybody within the SOCOM community, we can help out. You know I mean, that, that, that fits our, our new charter, our new vision. And, uh, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to expand, but what's driving that is this soft health initiatives uh, because this, this, our, our health initiatives program is, is really growing, and there's a huge need. One of the things as an organization, we do periodic reviews, and we, and we, and we, and we sit down and we say, are we still meeting the needs of those we're serving. And so we'll do a review and say, okay, what, what are the patterns and trends? What's going on? You know, the, 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 the actual combat has slowed down overseas uh, for some of the units, but for special operations, it hasn't. Uh, we've got guys that are coming back every day wounded. Uh, we had several killed just uh, about a month and a half ago in Afghanistan. And so in, in some ways it's slowing down, but in a lot of ways it's not. But what's the emerging trend? And, and right now, Gary and Bill, the emerging trend is a lot of the psychological, the PTS, the TBI, the, the stress that the force has been under for the last 13 years is, is showing. And so we had to figure out some way that we could affect, in a positive way, the stress. And so one of the things was this, our soft health initiatives. And so we implemented a program last year. It's been about nine months. And, and this program is aimed at keeping guys on their teams longer, getting, keeping them healthier, keeping them more normal after, you know, 13 years of combat and continue because the force is still needed. Uh, the special operation force is the, is the tip of the spear while, you know, and, and even when in peacetime, 
the special operations forces go in harm's way and nobody knows about it. It's, it's, you know, they're the tip of the spear. They're in places that in, in 90 plus countries, you know, in just, it's this, this, it's a, it's a force under pressure. And so we felt that uh, the soft, healthy initiatives would be a way to help reduce the stress on that force, keep those, uh, the soldiers, sailor, airmen, and marine in, in a more optimal condition, uh, if we can treat some of the root causes of uh, some of their physical ailments. And uh, so that's, that's one reason why we decided to take and, and, and support, in addition to the Army, uh, SOCOM. Now, there's other organizations out there that, do it, that work with SOCOM. I mean, there's a ton of them, Navy SEAL Foundation, Green Bay Foundation, MARSOC, and, and we work hand-in-glove with these organizations as well. You know, it's, it's, it's at working together as a team, we can do a lot more than if we just try and do everything ourselves. That's true. So, Bill? Keith, Keith uh, uh, you know, I think one of the things that is still a challenge to us is being able to reintegrate back to our homes and our communities after we've uh, been in combat on the, uh, and on the battlefield. The healing process that I'm talking about, and I think you've, you've addressed some of that, but I, I, I'd like to know from you uh, uh, to explain the importance of this recreation, relaxation in the recovery process. Because, you know, our, our recovery, you know, in some cases, it's going to be a long and indeterminate period for us to get back to whatever our new normal is. So that recreation and being able to relax uh, with our families, uh, uh, the importance of getting us back to some uh, semblance of recovery. Bill, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned a phrase there, and that's called the new normal. And, uh, you know, we, our recreational therapy event, we try and target uh, sold, uh, personnel that are coming straight out of Walter Reed or Bethesda. And, and uh, I guess they're the same now. But uh, so when, what, I'll, I'll give you a, a key uh, a scenario. Uh, about four years ago, uh, we took every wounded Special Forces person that was in Walter Reed down to Key West and got them and their family scuba certified. I think we had uh, a triple amputee, three double amputees, uh, a couple single amputees, and uh, we literally cleaned the ward out, put them on a vehicle, got them to the airport, flew them down to Key West, and, and we had them for, ten, for ten, about eight days. And uh, what was important, what is important about that is a lot of these soldiers and their families they're confused. They don't know what the future holds for them. And so they're trying to figure out, what am I going to do? Who am I? What's my identity? I'm no longer, you know, a, a stud of a Green Beret or Ranger or Navy SEAL or whatever. I, I, I'm, I'm different now. What can I do? What am I going to be able to do? And our recreational therapy events, what we try and do is show them that you can do anything you want to do and that nobody's going to put limits on you except yourself. And so, you know, they've had their self-confidence damaged. Uh, they're, they're scared, if you can believe that or not. 
and they and they just they need some self confidence restored, and so we we that's what that's what our recreational therapy events tries to do is we take them down there, we give them something that challenges them, we get them out of the hospital. For many of them, it's their first time out of the hospital. Uh, one of my buddies, one of my former teammates, uh, lost both legs above the knees in 2010, and uh, we when when he got injured. Uh, I flew to uh, Walter Reed and visited with him and his family. I said, hey, his name's Scott. I said, Scott, you know, if you guys think you can do this, we'd love to bring you our next dive event. It's in July. you got about five and a half months. Now, he had been in the hospital. He had just lost both legs within, within three weeks of when I was there. And, and he looked at me like I'd lost my mind. Uh, his family's like, we, we don't know what's going to happen. And, uh, but I said, well, just keep that in the back of your mind and, and just do that. Well, fast forward five months, Scott was on his new prosthetics that he had just got that week, and he walks off the airplane in Key West on his new legs, and he came scuba diving with him and his whole family. Uh, He had told me in the hospital that he he was already certified. He wanted to get his wife and son certified, but because of the op tempo and the deployments, they hadn't had a vacation in years. And so the, while this was not a vacation of any sort of the matter, because when, when he got off that airplane, you can see the determination and the drive in his eyes as he navigated with those new legs down the tarmac. And, yeah. you know, I, I cried when I saw him. And, 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 and so he knew at that moment that nothing could stand in his way of, of being the person he wanted to be. And that's what we try and do. We try and, 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 and show these guys and their families that you can be whatever you want to be and do whatever you want to do. Yeah, you're going to have to modify some things. It's not going to be the exact as it was before. But, you know, life changes, and we all have to change. We all have to adapt, and we have to figure out how to do it. And that's, we try and give them the tools to do that. Now, you also mentioned reintegration. And one of the things that we've, we've noticed, I went through it, Bill, I bet you went through it, is that when we leave active duty, we lose our identity. We, we no longer have a mission, a purpose, and a focus. And so one of the things that we have to try and give back is we have to help our service members find their mission, purpose, and focus whether that's a job, whether that's working for a nonprofit, whether that's, you know, doing whatever. But we have to have a reason to get up in the morning and to put, uh, put our pants on and, and get out and go do something. And that's what the mission, purpose, and focus, that, that, that's, one, that's what we're trying to do is, give it, is help restore that mission, purpose, and focus. Uh, right. I, I get pretty passionate about it because, you know, I, I run into people all the time that we work with, that we serve, that we're helping, that are just out there floundering. They're like a ship without a rudder. And, and when, when, we, when we help them find a mission, purpose, and focus, it just, it just sets a fire off in them. And, and I got two examples of that right now. We got, we got uh, two guys that are riding their bicycles across the United States, the Green Beret Adventure Team. And then we got another guy that's gets in a process. In fact, he's out on the water now doing the Blackbeard Challenge. Uh, you know, he, and his, his, his goal is to circumnavigate the globe in, in, a, in a rowboat. And, and not, not right. your typical rowboat, but they have these special ocean-going ones. So All right. 
anyway, that's kind of, yeah. uh, I, I know you probably didn't expect me to go that long, but, uh, <laughs> no, it's okay. You know, well, we're going to do take a quick break. Don't forget about American Heroes Network archive library of radio shows. We have created a veterans resource that is truly making a difference through our weekly live shows. All our shows are archived on demand for easy access to resources, events, anytime, anywhere, on any mobile device. You're listening to the American Heroes Network radio powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Streaming live. The leader in internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Keith David, Managing Director for Task Force Dagger Foundation. And Bill, you had a question when we were on break? Well, yes, Gary, I, this is just uh, amazing that the work that Keith and his group is doing. And Keith, I'm sure there has to be some success stories that you've experienced uh, that uh, you can tell us about a few of them. Uh, yeah, Bill, I've, I've got uh, uh, two success stories that uh, I can share, and I'll, I'll just give their first names. But uh, sure. uh, one is, is a guy named Chuck, and, and Chuck is a... Is, uh, a good friend of mine. Uh, he's an amputee. Uh, he uh, he served in Delta, and uh, he, he lost his leg in uh, I want to say two thousand uh, in the mid two thousands, and uh, he has phantom pains now. Two percent and and Scott the the double amputee I talked about a minute ago also has phantom pains now. Two percent of the amputee population will keep their phantom pains. Uh, for the rest of their life. The other 98%, the, the phantom pains usually go away within about a year. But 
anyway, Chuck hasn't, and, and so he deals with extreme pain. He says it feels like he's being shot 24-7 over and over again. And, uh, and so we, one of our recreational therapy events that we have is, is we have a three-gun team. And, and Chuck is an avid shooter, and so uh, he came out and, and to our team and, and shot one, 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 one time back in 2011, I believe. And uh, Chuck immediately gravitated toward uh, the camaraderie and the fellowship that others from the same units and, and within the special operations were there. And, and uh, we had some families. And so it really it t- it spoke to him at a level uh, that he credits it with saving his life. And, and nothing that any one person did, but it was just the fellowship, the, the camaraderie, and the shared experiences of I'm, I'm not in this alone. And so that's one of the things, and Chuck is continuing to improve. Chuck is, 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 is one of our uh, volunteers that uh, I, I look forward to. Whenever I see him, I, I, I love spending time with him. And, uh, you know, he's one of those guys that I can call on a moment's notice and say, hey, Chuck, I need some help, and, and he's always there. Uh, the other one is, is a guy named Josh, and, and Josh, uh, he's actually a triple graduate of our program. And, and Chuck actually has been through all of our programs as well, immediate needs, health initiatives, and the uh, recreational therapy events. Uh, Josh, uh, another member of Delta, uh, had some issues, and so he was going through uh, the, the prep program at the VA in Tampa, and we actually flew his wife down to be by his bedside uh, while he was there because he was there for a while. And then we sent Chuck, or, I mean, we sent Scott, uh, pardon me, we sent Josh, uh, about nine months ago, ten months or sometime back in March, uh, to out to California for treatment for his PTS, his post-traumatic stress. And uh, he made huge, huge strides. Got off his medicine. He's, he's, uh, I think he's only taking one or two meds right now. Uh, but it really improved his quality of life. And, uh, and then this summer we took him, we took him and his family on our, our dive trip. And it, it, it Josh has made a 180-degree turnaround, and he has become an, an avid supporter and advocate for the foundation and, and our programs. And so th- those two guys ha- have just made just a su- stupendous uh, improvement and in, 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 their, in their daily lives have improved quite a bit. Uh, you know, not all of our stories are as successful as those, I mean, because... It, the bottom line is, especially with functional medicine and, and some of the stuff that we do that treats the root, the root, the root versus the symptoms, is you have to do lifestyle changes. And, and so not, some people just aren't able to change in, in their lifestyle as much as they need to. But, uh, but those two are definitely uh, guys that I would say are, are superstars uh, and, and they're great friends as well. Well, Keith, that's great. Uh, simply because, if nothing else, I mean, the 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 amount of money and resources that our government has invested in us to become uh, the protectors of this nation, 
and certainly because of our experience when we come back to home and community, uh, you know, we can look forward to having some degree of success in our lives. And, uh, and, and, you know, with the training that we have, we can make major contributions in our community, if nothing more than a veteran helping another veteran. So the, the, those are great uh, success stories that uh, you, you, you've told us about. Definitely. Now, Keith, I noticed that you offer a medical assistance, and and how does that how does that work? I mean, are these volunteers or outside the VA? That is, uh, are these all volunteers? Yes, sir. We we have a, a medical advisory board, and and they're they're on our website, and uh, they what what they do is they help us uh, within the soft health initiatives to to treat the whole body, the whole person. So uh, we'll get a We'll get a referral from either the U.S. Special Operations Command's Care Coalition, or or, so, or or someone will contact us. When someone contacts us, we immediately contact the, the SOCOM Care Coalition and use them as a central registry because that, what, uh, the Care Coalition is a great organization in that they have they they take care of soft soft personnel uh, that's injured for life. And uh, so when someone starts, you know, exhibiting, you know, environmental issues or other issues that are not thought of as a traditional wound or injury, you know, it's the hidden wounds of war, it's the mental, it's the, it's the emotional, it's the, yeah, the physical environmental effect, you know, in the, in the Gulf War, it was a Gulf War syndrome. In Vietnam, it was Agent Orange. Uh, now, now in, in today's, uh, it's 13 years of combined, uh, the combined effects of multiple deployments. And it's the emotional, it's the psychological, it's the physical uh, stress that all this is coming together. So when we get that person is identified, uh, we, get our, we get our core team together and we come up with a treatment plan. Uh, we do a diagnostic uh, functional medicine pure. I mean, we, we leave no stone unturned. I've been through the process on the functional medicine side and they run tests, I mean, I don't think there's a test they don't run to figure out what is wrong with you. And then we couple that with uh, the National Intrepid Center of Excellence, not NICO, or the VA's PREP program, and, and we take all the results from either one of those. The NICO's for active duty, the VA PREP program is for retired or, or veterans that are disabled, and we take all those diagnostic uh, tests and we look at them and figure out what that person needs in order to get better and then and we put that diagnostic plan together and then we start working on them and and uh this is a new program uh we we've done some uh emergency treatments uh but we're we're standing up that we formalized it and we're standing it up and and doing the the long term uh the right what i what i'm going to say the right way doing all the diagnostics and the, and the treatment plan and so we're excited about that. We know that it's going to have a lot of impact. Uh, the 30-some-odd people that we sent through the TBI, PTS, and other environmental uh, programs are making great, have made great progress. And we've got several that are going through the program now that have started within the last two months. And uh, we, we have diagnosed some, some serious things that were missed by traditional medicine. So we're, we're excited about what this is going to do for long-term uh, for our servicemen and women in special operations, and hopefully the rest of the military as, as this program grows. 
That's great. That's great. We're going to take a break. Do you own a business? Would you be interested in saving money on your merchant account? Then check out our sponsor, First Class Merchant Services. They are national. Give Josh a call right now. That's Josh Cole at First Class Merchant Services. Call 407 4010772. That's 407-401-0772. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on a variety channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, uh, Keith David, Managing Director for Task Force Dagger Foundation. And Bill, you had a question? Uh, uh, yes, I do, Gary. And, and Keith, you know, in any organization that's successful, and especially an organization like yours, you need uh, uh, support, financial support. You need personal support. Tell us a little bit about uh, the support that you're receiving, and, if, and I'm sure you would solicit any additional support that you might be able to receive and how they can go about doing that. Well, Gary, you know, and Bill, uh as I said earlier, we're, we're primarily a, a grassroots organization. And, uh, you know, we, we, the, the people that have helped us out up to now have been, for the most part, uh, small donors, people that, you know, donate up to, you know, anywhere from $5 to, you know, $5,000. Uh, you know, we, we, are, we are consistently looking for corporate donors, uh, we have a couple corporate donors, the Fleur Corporation, the Werner Corporation, and uh, you know, uh, and I know I'm gonna I'm gonna mess up and miss people. Uh, 
you know, so I, I can't name everybody. And so, you know, and please forgive me uh, if, if I didn't say your name. But, uh, you know, uh, one of the things that as we grow, especially with the soft health initiatives, we, we need more support. Uh, you know, the, the needs are not getting smaller. They're getting bigger. Uh, this past year, uh, we, we've helped, you know, not, not only do we take care of the soldier, but we take care of the family. We, we've helped three uh, young children under the age of six who've had brain cancer. We've helped out with their treatment. We've helped uh, spouses who've had cancer, uh, and we've helped out in their treatment. And, and you know, and, and so, so the needs are not going away. They're getting bigger. They're just get, they're changing, and it's more health-related. And, you know, so, so we definitely need more sponsorship. Uh, you know, we, we, we need help. Uh, and that's probably my biggest challenge is raising the funds because we have a lot of people in line that want help and we can only help them as, as funding is available. And so I would encourage, you know, if there's anybody out there listening that would like to sponsor or to help, uh, to, to contact me, uh, you can reach me on my on the, the website taskforcedagger.org, and, and reach out to me and and uh, you know and also just donate you know write a check uh, you know do consistent donations. Uh, uh, it's very important. We 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 do need and, and and I will say this that this year we've helped out 368 families with 1.3 million dollars worth of support, and our overhead rate is six percent this year. So that means 94 cents out of each dollar goes to the soldier, sailor, every marine, and his family, not to overhead, not to fundraising, but to the program, to the person themselves. And, and that's some of those parameters we talked about uh, earlier, is, is we're very, very strict on how we spend our funds, and, and we will make sure it goes to where it's supposed to be going. And so, uh, uh, Bill, Gary, I, I hope that answered your question. Right. Now, you can donate via the website. You also have a text to donate? Yes, you can text uh, 80077, uh, and you can text the, the keyword DAGGER. And make sure that when you text DAGGER to 80077, that it'll, it'll give it back a, a confirm. And you have to do whatever it says to confirm the donation. Uh, you know, but uh, you, you, can do, we have a, uh, don, you can donate online. Uh, go to our donate page. You can donate with a credit card uh, right then and there through PayPal, or you can write a check. Can't do more than that. Uh, that's unreal. Uh, we try to make it easy. In fact, tomorrow we got a fundraiser mm-hmm. at Fort Bragg at the Carolina Ale House, and uh, you know, and then on Saturday we're going to be at the American Roots Music and Art Festival in Raleigh as well. All right. What are you doing for uh, uh, Veterans Day? I'm actually uh, going to be up at uh, the Werner Corporation, and uh, uh, we're speaking up there, and uh, they're one of our newest corporate sponsors, and we're very, very, very excited about what the potential uh, and what, what this potential might have. Uh, the Warner Trucking Company is one of the largest trucking. You can't go anywhere on the highway and not see their blue trucks. So we're, we're excited about where this may go. That's great. That's unbelievable. So you're very, very active in, the, in, the, uh, in that arena, correct? Now, this is just special, special forces, special operations, correct? Yes, sir. This is uh, this this the uh, U.S. We support the U.S. Special Operations Command. So any 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 person that's assigned or attached to the Special Operations Command, we will support. You get any type of help from, uh, say, the Department of Defense or or the VA or anybody like that? 
Not yet. Uh, there is one. We're, we are in the process of putting in a grant uh, through the VA. The VA has a grant for recreational therapy and adaptive sports programs. So we're, we're in the process of submitting that grant. Uh, we've been in contact with the VA, and that grant will reopen in February. And uh, so we're going to submit our paperwork uh, to the VA, and hopefully we'll get, get, a, get a grant approved. Well, that's great. That's great. Now, um, we only have a couple more minutes. And, Keith, it was a big pleasure to have you on our show today. And, uh, uh, like I said uh, bef- before we went on the air, once that is archived, uh, you'll be receiving that link. Okay. So, what would you like to share with our listeners in closing, Keith? Just that, you know, the, taking care of our servicemen and women and their families is, is our passion. And, and we need help. Uh, we want to do more. Uh, you know, the need is not going away. And even though it's the, the action is not in the headlines, our special operations service members are, are putting their lives on the line every day in, in, in strange and foreign lands. And that if you hear about it, then something's gone wrong. And, you know, so just, just remember that, you know, we still have servicemen and women going in harm's way protecting the United States of America and giving us the chance to do what we want to do when we want to do it. And, and just uh, with that in mind, you know, look us up and, and consider donating and helping us, helping us out. And what's your URL again? Our, 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 our URL is taskforcedagger.org. All right. Bill? Keith, it's certainly been a pleasure to have you as our guest today. Thank you for your service to this country. Thank you for your continued service to veterans and their families. And uh, uh, certainly we would like to have you again as a guest to kind of give us an update on uh, the uh, progress that uh, we know that you'll have in the future. Gary, Bill, I appreciate it so much. And, and Bill, thank you for your service. And, and anytime, Gary, you want me back, just give me a call. All right, we will, we will. Now, if you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on our website, and you can hear all the archived shows right from your phone. And remember, this: we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, on an, any mobile device. I'm Gary Ray, and thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are-